This is Douglas Minis. Hey, 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 short rounds. My name is Doug, and this is Douglas Minis. The Doug Loves Movies spinoff that would be more aptly titled Doug Loves Plugs or Doug Loves Burt Kreischer's Weird Dreams. Yeah, he's back. Coming to you from Mini HQ in California on Fat Tuesday, February 17th, 2015. Ticket sales are, um, how do I put this? They're a tad sluggish for my show at the gigantic Vogue Theater in Vancouver, B.C., Canada, this Friday, February 20th. And with apologies to those who've already bought tickets, I agreed with the uh, promoters and the uh, festival that this show will be a part of, that from this point forward, tickets will be discounted by $4.20. If you're in the L.A. area on Sunday, February 22nd, be sure to come to a Tournament of Championships installment of Doug Loves Movies at 1 p.m., special early time, 1 p.m. at the Nerd Melt Showroom at Meltdown Comics on Sunset Boulevard. Sam the Mam is back, schedules permitting. The Douglas Movies Challenge continues. Movie number 30, Citizen 4, the documentary that is not just about NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden. It is actually a film that shows Edward Snowden doing the whistleblowing. The cameras were there when it all happened. It's as exciting as all the president's men, but it's real, not a dramatization. See it if you ever write an email you wouldn't want the U.S. government to see. Doug digs it. Movie number 31, Wild. If it weren't for Julianne Moore's incredible work in Still Alice, Reese Witherspoon uh, could have won her second Oscar for her fearless performance in a movie that is pretty much just Reese Witherspoon's fearless performance. It's a lot of watching Reese Witherspoon hike with a very large backpack on. I couldn't connect with why she went on such a super long hike or what she got from doing it, but the movie is... It's poetic and uh, heartfelt and uh, well-produced. So if you feel like watching a rough movie filled with cancer and heroin use and potential rape, I say go for it. Movie number 32, The Last Five Years. It's no secret that I love musicals and Anna Kendrick. That's a Venn diagram. would have both of those in the middle of things that I love. So this movie had a great shot at me digging it. It's a shame that it didn't get a big theatrical release, but I'll be watching this movie again and again. If you don't like... Ooh, I got mail. If you don't like movie musicals where most of the dialogue is sung, not spoken, this probably won't be for you. But Anna Kendrick and Jeremy Jordan are super likable as a couple who sing their way through a five-year relationship told all out of order. He's much more likable here than he was on the TV show Smash, where I, I did not find him likable at all, or a lot of that show. But anyway, let me reiterate, you've got to love musical theater to love this adaptation of a stage musical, but Doug really digs it. Really. I could watch it again right now. Or Kingsman, I could watch that again right now. But I gotta hunker down and watch movies that are nominated for Oscars. I gotta get serious about it. I gotta watch The Imitation Game. The Theory of Everything. Ugh. I'm bored already. Sunday's the big day, you guys. What have you been watching? Uh, someone named Travis G. Allen watched Richard Pryor omit the logic from 2013. I've never even heard of that. 
He says it's a comprehensive and tragic documentary of one of the greatest comedians ever. Well, I am going to have to check that out uh, because I do agree that uh, Richard Pryor is uh, is one of the best. Big Nigel, but a one instead of an L in Nigel for movie number 49, watched from 2015. Wasn't it from last year? We Came Together. He says it's got a funny start, but it definitely lost steam quickly. I haven't seen it. I heard mixed things about it. I, of course, love a lot of the people involved in it, like Amy Poehler, David Wayne, Paul Rudd. It should be great. So, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, Midwestern Bovies for movie number six. Oh, you got some work to do, buddy. Uh, the Equalizer. Lots of killing, and Denzel only shoots one guy. Hmm. Really? He mostly kills people with his hands? I guess that could be true. I thought he shot more people than one. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Mike Tweet Stuff. Number 40, Foxcatcher. Tough movie to sit through, bleak throughout. Yeah, that's another one I still haven't seen, but may never. No, I'll see it. I'll try to see it by Sunday. Um, someone named BKSMIF, BK Smith, for number 27, saw Balthazar and wrote, I want to smash Gerard's face in. Uh, Gerard Depardieu, I assume. Uh, McFeesnew saw Dig, and uh, I love that movie, Dig. I don't understand this review. Needed more Zia. Want to look into getting some BJM CDs. Oh, uh, BJM is the name of the uh, Brian uh, Brian Jonestown Massacre is the name of the band that's all that's in the movie along with the Dandy Warhols. But it's a great documentary about a couple of bands uh, out on tour and the uh, the implosion of one of them. Uh, Don't Mind Me 41, number 47, Zardoz. Has to be seen to be believed, and when you see it, you won't believe it. Yeah, I've seen parts of it over the years and heard lots of stories about it, and they did it on uh, How Did This Get Made, and uh, I kind of feel like I need to see it, but I also feel like I, even even though it's crazy, that I'd be bored by it and and angered by it. So we'll see about that. But speaking of being bored and angry, Daniel Grimm, uh, Daniel Grimma, could be Grima, for number 32 in his Douglas Movies Challenge, watch Police Academy 7, Mission to Moscow. And he says he's done the whole franchise. So, good for you, Daniel. Alright, that's enough of that. Let's see what's going on in Bert's head. And as always... Rapists are a shithead. Doug, it's Bert. Had a shitty dream last night. Had a dream that uh, we were at this comedy awards ceremony. You were there too. And you were in the front row with Rogan and with uh, Ari and uh, a bunch of people. Uh, John Reap was there. And Carlos Mencia got a Lifetime Achievement Award. And uh, he went to go take a speech, and I'm behind stage. It's a weird dream, and well, they're all weird, but I'm behind the stage, and he accepts his speech. But what he does is he takes the mic out of the mic stand. He's talking to the mic, but he holds up 
the mic stand and he goes, this is like shaking it and pointing it out to the audience. This is what I love. Without this, none of what we do would be possible. But he's talking about the mic stand and in my back, I'm like, I know I gotta go next. And I'm like, I should make a joke that the mic stand actually isn't really all that important. But everyone's going crazy for like what he's saying, you know, and they're like cheering. Maybe he keeps talking about the mic stand. So then I go up on stage and I like look to Ari and Joe and you and I'm like, I was like, someone should point out to Carlos that, you know, the, the mic stand's not really that important. It's like, uh, it's like the cup holders in the car and it gets a huge laugh. And not that it deserved it, gets a huge laugh. And Carlos goes, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, hey. And then I said, this is the fucking worst part of the dream. I was like, you don't want to mess with me, man. <laughs> and he, he starts shouting shit at me from the stage, and he's fucking destroying me. Okay, I'm getting out. He's destroying me. But I can't... That's where the dream switches, and I'm not even being destroyed, like, in the room now. Now I'm in bed with my three ex-nannies, and I'm watching this going, holy shit, when did I meet Carlos Mencia? When did this happen? I'm fucking... I didn't, I, you know, like, I don't have a bad vibe to that guy. Fuck. And I'm the whole time, I'm like... I, when did this happen? And then so, and I said in the dream, he's like, I've been doing this for 20 years. And in the dream, I was watching, I'm like, I've been doing it for eight. And I was like, eight years in? Like, when this happened eight years in? Holy shit, I have no recollection. And I'm looking at my nannies, and they're all putting their fists in their mouth. And I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I think I got everything, Chad. Will you give a dummy check? Yeah, Um, They're putting their fists in their mouth. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And they're like, it's the new porn. Guys want to be surprised by stuff, and guys don't normally see this, and they're just putting their fists in their mouth, and I'm yelling, this is bad, man, like, Carlos Mencia's fucking lighting, oh, those boxes of wine, keep them, <laughs> sorry, and so I'm checking the dates on the back of their sweatpants, going, how long have you had these sweatpants, did you have these sweatpants when you were working for me, did this happen with Carlos Mencia when you were working for me, and then, all of a sudden, the video, Carlos Mencia starts crying, and I go, what the fuck, man? I go, you can't cry? Come on. And he's like, so why are you doing this to me? I'm like, I'm not doing anything, man. You started. And he goes, you started with the fucking joke. And then I go, God, you're like a fucking chick. And the whole place starts booing. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm watching this on video, mind you. And I'm like, this is bad. And I'm looking at my ex nannies going, did this affect my career? And they're like, are you kidding me? And I woke up. I was like, fucking... The whole thing that reminded me of all that was chicks putting their fists in their mouth. I was like, oh, it's a weird fucking dream to have. All right, Doug, I'm going to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. I'm in New Orleans. I'm leaving. I miss you. I love you. You're in my dreams. This is Douglas Manny.
nothing. 